Hey guys, this is Matt from WDW Happy Hour. You are about to listen to episode one. That's right, the first ever episode of WDW Happy Hour. We recorded this one back in April of 2016, and I'm recording this intro much later than that. It is, at the time of this recording, January 2017, the new year. I'm recording this basically just to let you guys know that much like a fine wine, WDW Happy Hour as a podcast has gotten better over time. We talk about some stuff on this episode that some news entries that just aren't really relevant right now. And quite frankly, we've just gotten better as a podcast. And so I recommend that if this is your first time as a first time listener, maybe check out one of our uh, more recent episodes first and you'll get a much better idea of what the podcast is, the general feel, and it'll have some more relevant news entries and things that are just better for you as the listener. Regardless, if you're a new listener, you've been here since the beginning. Thanks for being a fan. Thanks for listening. We're glad to have you and enjoy the episode. Cheers. to the first ever episode of WDW Happy Hour. The date is Saturday, April 16th, and I'm Catherine Walsh, and Rob just made a beer explode. Um, I'm joined by my other <laughs> podcast members, um, and we're going to go around the table and say our names and our favorite attractions, so I will start it off. My name is Catherine, and my favorite attraction at Walt Disney World is the Carousel of Progress. So next up is our producer. I am Matt Walsh and my favorite ride at Walt Disney World is Space Mountain. I'm Scott Eshelman and my favorite ride at Walt Disney World is <laughs> Spaceship Earth. Nerd. My name. My name. My, <laughs> my name. My name, Jeff. My name, Jeff. My name is Rob Wozniak, and my favorite attraction is Expedition Everest at Disney's Animal Kingdom. My name is Holly Wozniak, and I guess my favorite attraction would be the Haunted Mansion. Whoop whoop. Nice. All right, so this is our first episode, and we're going to have a few segments. So our first segment is going to be topping it off since we're going with a happy hour theme and we're going to talk about um a drink or a libation at walt disney world um and i'm going to shoot this over to scott to talk about just any drink doesn't have to be your favorite just just any any drink that you can find at walt disney world so go ahead scott so deep in the heart of mexico Ugh. inside an ancient pyramid <laughs> there is a lovely bar called Cava del Tequila, and that's the location of my favorite beverage, which is the Coffee Mezcal Margarita, which might not be the first thing that you would choose off of a, of a menu at a margarita place, and you usually are going for something like a classic margarita or uh, the always popular, popular avocado margarita, I guess it is. <laughs> but the, the coffee one is actually, it's, it's closer to a creamy beverage than than like a traditional fruit margarita uh definitely my favorite of any beverages at epcot and probably any of the restaurants in uh, in walt disney world in general it, it is really good that's a bold statement 
I, I just your face as saying it's your favorite. By. It's like yes, a, I, given I, I the options last that time, we were we, last time we were all at Cava de Tequila. Um, I I think I ordered the avocado and you got that coffee mess count. And the minute I mine came out and your came out, I'm like I made the wrong choice. I want that coffee margarita. <laughs> and it should be noted that you mocked me for getting the coffee mezcal margarita. I did because it seemed gross. So does it taste like coffee? It yes, does. it does. It's, it's more it's more like coffee ice cream melted down than, a, than an actual margarita, but it's got a kick to it. You know do, you, do you think it, it gives you the caffeine kick? Like, if you drank, would you choose this if it was 10 p.m. at night and you were sensitive to caffeine? Uh, probably would avoid it just because <laughs> I'd be worried about the risk. Like, if I actually was concerned about getting to bed and getting up early, I, I think there is some coffee in it. Mm -hmm. So I would probably avoid it in that situation, but if how I'm about looking if, to have a long night, you know. How about if... You are a coffee drinker or not a coffee drinker? I would probably steer clear if you're not a coffee drinker. If you're someone who doesn't like the coffee flavor, then maybe that's not the drink for you. You know what I think it kind of tastes like? Have you guys ever had those, um, not like the actual Frappuccinos from uh, Starbucks, but I'm talking about the like the ones that you can get at the, the store? The, the grocery store, star, or the fraps. Yeah. Though it tastes kind of like that mixed with a margar a traditional margarita. Yeah, that's a that's a fair assessment. And it's really good. I so really is there it. something on the rim? There is not that I recall. I don't believe that there was anything. I don't anything think there is either. I've never I don't had remember one. you ordering this thing. I do. Because I remember you ordering this thing and I kinda yeah. wanted one, but I think it was too late at the time you ordered it and I know you have a higher tolerance for caffeine than I do. I also had one right across the pathway there at the re the Mexican restaurant, which the was name it, it was me. it exactly the same uh Hacienda de San Angel? It was very similar. So I assume that it was similarly prepared. Okay. It was in a different a different glass, obviously, but right. but it was very similar. Cava de Tequila is a place where you can't go wrong if you like. What happens at Cava stays at Cava. It's not in entirely true, but <laughs> <laughs> like that man who climbed up the pyramid, he did he did not have his situation. What happened stay. at Cava did not stay at Cava. <laughs> yeah. That's okay. Yeah, that's, that's okay. a good that's a good drink to kick us off. Absolutely. Very nice. You set the precedent. Everything that anyone says, I'm I'm gonna point out that you're setting a precedent. Is well, that's true. Everything is a precedent yeah. at this point. Hey, Good well, or bad. Yep. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Big shoes to fill. Christmas shoes to fill. Mm-hmm. Yep. Okay, Kat. <laughs> All right. You're running this ship. Am I? Apparently. I, I thought you were just like, okay, and Catherine. Yeah. Um, so our next segment is going to be news, correct, Matt? Is you're, you're running this ship. <laughs> okay. So I'm going to say it's news. <laughs> I don't know if that's true or not, but we're going to kick it over to Rob, who will uh, highlight a few news stories for us in the last week or so um, that we will all be able to uh, kind of share our thoughts about. So go ahead, Rob. Thanks. So the first item I thought we would talk about is DVC changing their membership um, Extras is what they call it. And so, for those that don't know, DVC stands for Disney Vacation Club. And it's their version of a timeshare for Disney properties. So there's, um, you could buy a timeshare at one of, I don't even know the count, eight or nine. I think it's like at ten. Walt Disney World. Mm -hmm. um, there's um, 
Grand Californian in, at Disneyland. There's Alani, their property out in Hawaii. Um, there's Hilton Head and there's Vero Beach. Mm -hmm. um, so you could buy a timeshare interest in any of those locations. But they are doing away with um, membership extras for those buying um, their membership on the resale market. So there's two ways of buying a timeshare, either directly through Disney. And for those that have been there, you've seen the kiosks throughout various parks. Kiosks. Um, <laughs> yes. Um, Disney Springs. You, you've seen them. If you've been there, you're very familiar with them. So why would one buy on the resale market as opposed to through Disney? Price. And Price. what's the difference? How so, some real numbers? Okay, so some real numbers. Right now, Dis if you're buying through Disney, the property they are offering is the Polynesian. Okay. Oh, oh! Yes. So, fantastic resort, great location, all those things. But you're looking at paying... Um, so a DVC membership entitles you to points that you're granted annually. So right now Disney is offering points at the Polynesian for $168 a point. Um, on the resale market, um, you could get other resorts, and this gets into. I mean, we could go down give, a rabbit's give a, hole. Give a, a personal story though, like you're sure. a DVC member. So I'm a DVC member. As Holly well. and I are DVC members. We purchased our membership about last year, about at this point, and we bought at Saratoga Springs and paid seventy nine dollars a point. So, so if you went more through than Disney half. at that time, how much would it cost you um, a point? Probably double. Uh, we did the tour back in October of twenty fourteen. Okay, and at that time they were offering points at Alani and. The Grand Floridian, right? I thought it was the Polynesian. No, not yet. So the Grand no, Floridian is one. behind the Polynesian at this point. Say that again. The the Polynesian is the most current. The Grand Floridian yes. is behind that. Yeah, the, the, basically the Grand Floridian um, is basically sold out. Oh from, really? From Disney's oh, standpoint, really? That's, yes. I did not know that. Yes, At, in Alani, I think is close to being sold out. So, um, yeah, I mean, you could save more than double by going on the resale market. Well, let me ask you. Maybe sure. This is what you're getting to. The extras you, that you're losing. What are those extras so the, that you're losing? The biggest. I, I I would think the biggest extra you're losing out on is a discount to annual passes oh. absolutely because they kind of highlighted what the difference was if you have an dvc membership versus having an annual pass versus having a disney visa card and it's the visa and the annual pass are and the dvc are all essentially the same with merchandise uh discounts and dining discounts if you're if at all else is equal um, but it's no other membership gives you a discount on your actual park ticket. Like the park ticket right. is the most expensive thing when you're going to Disney anyway. So Right. And, and typically those joining DVC are their highest affinity level. Sure. Right. I mean, those are the people that absolutely love everything Disney has to offer. So, um, 
you know, when DVC first started, 20, it's actually the 25th anniversary of that offering. Um, they offered members free annual passes. Hmm. Yeah. And I don't know at the time what, what an annual pass was. Now it's... I'm sure it was still the... I mean, it was probably... I mean, how much do you think it was? Maybe over $200 at that point? And right now it's over 600 Yes. So... There's definitely savings in it. It's just, it's what, you know, if, if let, let me ask to, you, maybe, ahead, maybe this will ahead. help you, because let me ask you a hypothetical question. If I am a Disney, a person who genuinely enjoys Disney and goes down several times a year, and I like going to several different resorts, is Disney Vacation Club going to constrain me to one resort, or is it something that has that same flexibility? Good. That's a good question. So if you want to stay within the Disney world, you have plenty of options. You could use your points at probably a dozen or so mm-hmm. resorts. Um, if you buy, that's another stipulation, is if you buy through Disney, you could use your points on, um, they call it like a concierge collection where you could use them. On at a different, cruise. Yeah, yeah cruises a big, uh, and adventures by Disney. If you buy them on the resale market, you cannot. Um, and that's been a stipulation for a while. Yes. That was like the one difference between buying it from Disney and buying it resale. Is that was the thing. You can't use your points for a cruise, which you can, you can if you buy them through Disney. Okay. And Scott, to answer your question, no, you're not constrained to one. If you buy a, if you buy a DVC membership and your home place is the boardwalk, you're not you don't have to stay at the boardwalk every time. You can use your, you do have first dibs on the boardwalk. If your home place is the boardwalk, you can book your rooms 11 months in advance, whereas everyone else who has other home resorts on DVC is six months, is that correct? Seven. Seven months. So, but you still can utilize your points as long as there's availability wherever you want, however you so choose, as long as you have points. Now, one thing I want to say, I, I'm pulling up an article here sure. that like really simplifies this topic. It's on <laughs> resalesdvc.com, and the article was from April 4th, and it says, changes to DVC resale policy, what does it mean? And it says, um, the best thing is, what benefits are resale buyers really losing? And it says, quote, DVC members are offered a variety of perks that change every few months or so. The current benefits include 10 to 15% off at select restaurants and shops, annual pass discounts up to $100, and special member-exclusive events. So that's what you're losing if you buy on the resale market. But are you really are those benefits really worth the double that you'd, that you'd you spend? To, you have to do the math because, you know, some resorts um, that you could buy today, let's take the Boardwalk, for example, uh-huh. the, Average might be 95, 90 to $95 that you could buy a point at. You only have it for 26 remaining years. As opposed to Saratoga Springs, I think you still have it for 38 years. Um, again, we go down the rabbit hole of contracts and for DVC. So, uh, it, you know, if you look at the per point usage, um, Boardwalk's actually expensive, but but there's value in those points. If you could stay there for a every for a week every year for food and wine, it has value. Yeah, no, that's. But what I'm saying is, 
if you're gonna buy, if you're buying on the resale market versus to buying on the, like the fact that Disney's taking away these benefits, mm -hmm. I don't think that's a big enough um, draw. The the whole reason why Disney's doing is this is because they want you to buy through them. Right, and if but you like, like this isn't a big enough draw because it's still a way better deal across the board to buy through the resale market. So these benefits, while they're great, like I don't think that they're really gonna sway anyone to. Uh, I, 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 I don't disagree with you. But yeah. I think the resale market has dropped a little bit. I mean, I guess full disclosure on this fact, Matt and I just made a like offer on a contract on the real resale market at the very end of March and we just hit the deadline for this this deal so we will get the the perks um and as we thought about it we really didn't care about the perks and then right. we were kind of like when they said they'd take them away we're like oh my gosh we do <laughs> care about them perks and like it's like you know missing something you never had so yep. um right and and Disney is very clear in their contract that these are extras, and they could be taken away regardless of how those points are purchased. So yep. if you're a yeah, Disney right. member, they could take them away. Exactly. Yep. Those those discounts to an annual pass could be gone next year. Yep. Right. Because they're so, that's how they market them. Yeah. Right. I mean, I said they offered free annual passes at some point. That's no longer the case. Right. You know, right. regardless of when you joined. So, it's um. It's interesting to see how it'll it'll affect the resale market. And there's so much chatter online about this sort yes. of thing. Um, it's funny because Matt and I, we have a friend who's a cast member, and we all always kind of thought like, oh, well, we get better deals just booking through our cast member friend. And then we kind of actually did the math for the DVC, and it was better to do the DVC than through the cast member. Yeah, just based um, on how often we go. Yeah, because we, we go so much. And, and especially if you like... Over time. You like deluxe mm -hmm. Yeah, we, we like mean, going to the... And actually last year, you know, out of the four times we went last year, we stayed at Wilderness Lodge, Boardwalk, and Animal Kingdom Lodge, and the one time we did not stay at a deluxe resort, it was the Pop Century. Right. Um, so, you know, we value doing those more prestige trips, so that's important to us. However, you know, I don't think I would, I would go against the resale market. It wouldn't change my... Whether I was going to buy DVC or not, I wouldn't change um, my behavior. Yeah. I would still go to the resale market because Absolutely. It's I unreal. want points. As great as the Polynesian is, I want points at the boardwalk because I want to be able to walk into Epcot. Yes. Or walk to Hollywood Studios. So would you, say, would you say at this point it would be fair to say go with the resort that you yes, like? Yes, 100%. Because... For an ex for example, Location we we too. Holly and I own at Saratoga Springs. You could stay there pretty much anytime you want, but we're looking to go to Food and Wine in October, and at our seven month window, we could not get a room at the at the boardwalk or just, beach or yacht or any oh, of the yeah, ones any that you could walk yes. to yeah. from. It was just there was just no availability, huh. so. Having that eleven month window, you know, is yeah, because it's just huge. that four months. I mean, they just they fill up, right? And I'm assuming that it's very similar, you know. On I, they don't do Star Wars weekends anymore, 
but um, if they were still doing Star Wars weekends, any of the um, any of the DVC properties that are close to Hollywood Studios probably also fill up before you know within that eleven months for all the people who have first dibs. I would think Correct. Marathon Weekend would be huge for Boardwalk. Yeah, Same and too. just a lot. Of, I mean, that's just people, a great location. Yeah. I mean, you can't beat that location. Right, but again, it, it all depends on where you go. But I agree with Rob. I think that. It's important to get a good deal, and a lot of people are going to want to, if they're thinking about getting DVC, they're going to want to just try and lock down the lowest point per, uh, or dollar per point, but, you know, it is really important to know your home resort, where you're going to want to stay, and when you're going to want to go, because you might be, if you're like, oh, well, I have points, I can stay anywhere, yeah, you can stay anywhere if you have the, if they have the availability. Yeah, and that was, that was the big eye-opening thing was... I would not, and this isn't a knock against Saratoga Springs being our home resort, but I would not have bought there had I known the availability would have been so limited limited at the other resorts. Oh. I thought I was getting a deal by, you know. That's a really hard thing to gauge, too, because when yeah, you're we had buying, no, you, you had, had no access I mean, to that you, information. You never have access to that information right. before you buy. Right. Um, so we were kind of lucky that when we were ready to buy, we had you right. to look at it because we didn't have any information of, well, okay, well, if we get these boardwalk points in... September, are we going to actually be able to use them in October? Right. No. no. The, the answer, answer is, is the no. answer is no. The answer is our There is literally no. not a, a studio available for the entire month. Next year. Yeah. Right. Yeah, October of 2017. Yeah, we're hoping if we get our points that we'll be able to do that for 2017. Right. So, so. we would look to book in November of 2016. Right. And you have to. The good thing is you could cancel. There's no penalties or anything like that. That's cool. a nice thing, but... All right, so we can move on from. I think we beat that to okay. bloody pulp. Okay. So the other uh, another news item is there are rumors of a bar opening at the Tower of Terror attraction in Hollywood Studios. You just said that like a real uh, New Yorker. You said Tower, Tower of Terror. Tower. I am definitely not from New York. Tower of Terror. Hang out with Walsh. Too much. Yeah, but yeah. Um, so. This rumor, is, it hasn't been substantiated. Nobody has... Um, I actually like the New York ca character. Could you go back to talking no, about I him? No, I cannot. <laughs> <laughs> so they're looking to put a full-service bar at... The exit? Basically, the no, no. Right at the top. Right, okay, right not right in the attraction. At the end of the attraction. So in between <laughs> the space where you disembark... The ride vehicle to when you go through the. That was me. That was me. That was me doing sign like to say, stop did. pounding your hands on the table. I'm sorry. It I talk with my hands. I guess right. I'm a and, then that was, and then that was you looking at me like, what am I doing wrong? I guess I'm a New Amateurs. I'm like Donald Trump. I got to talk with Donald Trump. You get huge. You got a huge presence. So, <laughs> so That's not all okay. So this attraction, this bar. <laughs> is s somewhere after you get off the ride, but before you get to the gift shop. So that's a very limited area because there's not I, that much space. I a hundred percent agree with you, right? You, when you got off, you walked down a short hallway, and there was the kiosk. So are they kiosk for um, for pictures? Are they knocking at a retaining wall or something, and like I I don't know. 
The, All rumor. Rumor. Rumor yes. has it. Oh, rumor. But so, but they said rumor. it's going to be very much themed after the attraction, hmm. and it will have drinks um, of the adult variety <laughs> that are tailored after the attraction. So what we, are, we what, have two folks here who do not like riding the Tower of Terror, and the question is, would you ride the Tower of Terror to utilize the bar? Um, I can say absolutely not. Nope. Because you can go through the Tower of Terror queue and go right to the exit. I've yeah. done that before. They would never do this, but how awesome would it be if they said, nope, you can only go to the bar <laughs> if you ride it. Like, well, they I'd somehow say block people more out. power to you if right. you have the balls to ride it. Well, then you can you can go to the bar. I, I, almost, think like that, I almost think that would be awesome. Like, is it like, no, nope, They would sorry. never do that because nope. they would never limit their market in mm -hmm. any way. I know. But, I mean. I could see this place getting very crowded. Me yeah. too. Especially but if they model it around the movie starring Steve Gutenberg. <laughs> <laughs> but really, have they ever done this at the exit of any attraction? Can you think of any other attraction that has some sort of any food vendor at the end no 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 it's just not so. not at the not at the end of it i mean the closest thing, and they don't even serve alcohol would be the skipper canteen and that's not even attached to the donut right right i mean right i agree i agree well, everest you have that little yeah that's thing. a gift shop yeah, but when you get out of oh, the yeah, shop, yeah. there's they have that right new next bar. Door, they that's have true. Bar. That's kind of that's and maybe the that's a, maybe that's a new trend. Which I am all, all for. for. Right, I'm all for that. Yeah, I'm into, waiting. I'm into cool, kitschy, yeah. you know, themed bars. I'm into that. I, I thought the one at Everest was. What I I can understand why they put it there, given Rivers of Light opening. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I could totally see why that's where Do you it's think at, that's but... going to be a spot where you would watch Rivers of Light? Is that going no, to be No, but you could go there and get a drink. And yeah, but is that going to be a desired right. spot? Because I kind of picture... Yeah, because they have seats on that side. Where on, is Rivers on, of Light? It's going to basically wrap around Asia. So when you come around from um, Cali River Rapids okay. in front of Expedition Everest... Go in front of the theater for Nemo, and then into Dino. So it's where they've had those barriers up. Yes, oh, where they had that. What is scrim. it? What is it's just the nighttime it's a nice, spectacular. Yes. Cool. Yeah. Like Their version California of the Lumen. Their the colors. Oh, it's like World projection. of Color at yeah. Disneyland. Yeah. yeah. So some combination of that. No fireworks, given Obviously. the animal life there. But um, <laughs> shooting them horizontally <laughs> right into the right into the safari. Why yes. <laughs> yes. So, um, a, it seems like we have a, we found a, a, a trend as far as maybe bars or drink offerings. Yeah. Okay, here's a question. Sure. What what attraction would you like to Ooh, see a boy. bar at the end of? And you cannot pick the same attraction where you said it was your favorite attraction. It has to be a different oh, cool. attraction. Wow. Um, I, the thing I'll that, start. I, I, uh, Scott's got one. Go ahead. I'll start. No. I think I think the easy answer here is Pirates. I think very rummy, very um, make it dark, make it very immersive, like you're in the village, um, you're animatronics. Uh, I'm kind of thinking the bar in Universal Studios at the Harry Potter area where, what is it called? Uh, Hogshead? Hogsmeade. Hogsmeade. No, no, no. Um, 
Boar's Head. Boar's Head? Nope, that's a that's a that's brand a of meat. No. What is the name <laughs> of the bar where they have the head that talks to you? I don't know. I'll look that it up. is what I'm thinking for Pirates of the Caribbean. Like something with some kind of animatronic element where they build an animatronic, maybe just one that has some sort of interactive. The Hog's Head in. The Hog's Head. It does always seem like the Pirates of Caribbean, Pirates of the Caribbean gift shop is really, really large. Yeah, it is. And for, it's no all, and for no reason. For no reason. All of that homogenized merchandise, which is my biggest current gripe with Walt Disney World is everything is essentially the same. You right. go in there, you find a sword, you leave Mexico, you find the same sword. Like it's <laughs> not the same freaking sword. Like don't make it don't make it the same. I, I think it's insulting to the people who may have bought a ticket for one day for the Magic Kingdom and they have the access to the same merchandise that the people who bought a five-day ticket who went to Epcot and and went to a different area. I it, it really ticks me off that it's the exact same merchandise. It That kills me. And I think that's the major difference from when I was a kid going to Disney World to current is, you know, you could go somewhere and it'd be different merchandise. That that drives me freaking insane. Yeah, it's, so, like, every, yeah. it's like every single merch shop. Like, you've got, like, your... Stuff like a little wall that might be unique to that attraction or area, but then for the most part, it's just like 25 little mini emporiums. Right. The same stuff. Right. Yeah, I totally agree with that. Yeah, um, BB-8 shouldn't be in every gift shop in <laughs> Hollywood Studios. I mean, BB-8 is dope, but yeah, <laughs> I agree. He should be in the Star Wars section, yeah. and that's it. Yes, so. Yeah, I agree. It doesn't, um, have, it doesn't have a sex. BB it, <laughs> BB it. Did someone say he or she? You did definitely use the pronoun. He. Did I? Yes. I said BB eight is dope. We. It's as if this isn't recorded. I, I mean, know. I can't <laughs> wait to listen to this back. <laughs> okay, <laughs> so Matt, you. Matt, what ride or attraction would you like to see a bar at the end of? Splash Mountain. I never thought about this before, but Whoa. um, um, I think that it'd be really cool. To have like uh, almost like specialty like moonshine s drinks in like mason jars, be very like southern themed, and you'd have cool. Uh, Pinterest uh, is on that. Right yeah, now. it'd be like a real. You know what? And it'd be just like a hipster ass wedding in a barn. So like it'd be like a, like whiskey and uh, and stuff like that. Mm, I I think that'd be cool. Holly. Uh. I'm thinking Space Mountain, because if you I think thought, I originally thought because if you too. think about it, like when, as soon as you get off, you have the gift shop, and then there's like an arcade, so there would be a lot of room. If you get rid of the arcade, if you think like do your kids really need to play video games while you're at in Magic Kingdom, because most resorts have arcades, right? There you can make a nice. And you little, just got off one of the best rides in Disney exactly. World. You go through the gift shop, and then boom, there's a bar. There's a plenty of room <laughs> for it. What kind of space. drinks do you think they'd have? I, I could see so like, like foggy tea. drinks, yeah. like you know, like a uh, purpley or gray, like with some steam coming off of them. Or like so. little, like um, like the ice cubes could be like the cool, like light up ice cubes, like they have at Trader Sam's, but they'd be like little planets. Nice. There's definitely room. They could definitely do something. Like, yeah, that's yeah. that's a big gift shop. That's again yeah. that homogenized 
kind of crap. You can design your own magic band. Why does this need to be like 8,000 square feet? That is such a huge area that you could use That could be a kiosk outside. Yeah, and it already is like three kiosks in the magic kingdom. Right. I mean, you can do that. And that that arcade's pretty big back there. Yeah. Yeah, and who, who... (laughs) <laughs> who the heck but is think, going to the arcade? I remember arcade? when we were Seriously. at Pop and even at Wilderness Lodge, like typically every resort has an arcade. But that's fine. That's in yeah. the that's, that's in your hotel. Right. right. So but, you could get that energy out if you really right. if your kids because are into an arcade that Do you much. really need one in the Magic Kingdom? I right. know. Like you There's yeah. like, oh you're sad, go to an arcade. Or you can go the rest I of think the that's Magic Kingdom. I think that's best for those teenagers that are with their parents, don't want to be there. It I'm gives cool. Them a, yeah. I'm cool. I don't want to hang out yeah. with my parents. I want to play DDR. <laughs> yeah. Scott, go ahead with yours. I'm gonna, And then I'm going to shoot a hole in all of you your ideas. You text Are you taking notes? So mine is, I think, something everyone would love. And Stitch is Great Escape has always... No, Shut I'm kidding. Up. That's a joke. That's Stop. a joke. A can I, dog I, I want to interject because Scott just showed me a note on his phone that says... I get the impression that we're not explicit. Um, I'm going to say that we may curse throughout this, but I am going to take notes. So if there is any cursing, I will bleep it out in some hilarious manner with some kind of Disney-esque beep. But don't, like, I guess try and censor yourself, but if you curse, just know that it's going to make more... I don't really me. spew expletives, so it's really not if, a problem. If, you know, if somebody wants to listen to this with their kids in the car, they could. I'm not rest assured. I was just. <laughs> I almost just said something <laughs> in like in <laughs> Now that I'm just thinking about someone listening to this with their kids, I just want to say just terrible things. But <laughs> I won't. But so no, won't. my actual answer to this question is Star Tours, obviously. Of course. No Thank doubt. you. Because Rob's doing the preach face. You know, the biggest gripe with the, the biggest issue with the three of you, there's no alcohol in the Magic Kingdom. Well, they need to change that. Okay. <laughs> Granted, the three the three ideas oh, that's are fantastic, right. there's, yeah, there's but not. there's no alcohol served in the Magic Kingdom besides Be Our Guest Restaurant. Okay, so we your grimy damn hands <laughs> off the table, Rob. You slammed them down like a Neanderthal. Space, and what else did we say? Pirates. Pirates, damn, Splash, and Splash. Okay. They're fantastic ideas. I don't disagree at all. I think Haunted Mansion could be unbelievable oh. for a bar. I would but love to see yeah, until they agree to start serving out, I and I don't think they're going to do that until Walt's until really John Lasseter is in charge of this company. Yes. So Scott. So yeah. <laughs> Sorry. So Scott's the only reasonable one so far. Well, I, I, he didn't even say what his bar would be like and what kind. Of well, I feel like my wish is probably going to come true eventually. Well, they're building I mean, <laughs> so <laughs> I'm going to get the Star Wars cantina. <laughs> I'm going to be there all the time. Yeah. I mean, why, that's going to make it difficult for me because I get drawn to Epcot automatically. But if there's a cantina, I'm going to have to go to the cantina every time. Have you been to the launch pad? <laughs> I'm going to drown you out. I have not yet. Oh, and why I was didn't down you there. freaking do that the last time you were there? Yeah, I know awesome. you went down there. I know you were there. 
I was in Disney World. Yeah, it was open. You didn't we go. Met you at, we met you at. I, I would a say. Last trip to Disney World was a sadly blunderous trip. So okay. I'll leave it at okay. that. Um, well, I would say that the launch bay does a good job of designing one sixteenth of a cantina of my dreams. Yeah. Um, but it is only like one tiny little area and there's one Jawa and I would picture it as, you know, Jawas as your waiters are mingling and, you to know. To be fair, there are no waiters in the Mosasa uh, cantina. <laughs> Think of how many midgets that would <laughs> yes, give jobs to. Yes, there is, to. and her name's B. Arthur. Thank you. Okay, if we're if, and also while we're on the subject, is the Star Wars um, holiday special technically still canon? <laughs> I would assume it is. Yes. Give the drink to B. Arthur. Da, 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 That's, da, da, you know what's funny for those for those who yeah. have you, okay. you've seen the uh, for those yeah, yeah, who we were here or not. Yeah, yeah for those past listeners who have day. not. Really Star Wars holiday special. It's an abomination. It's did. it's it's a it's just an abomination. But I actually really like the scene where B. Arthur is the waitress at the cantina bar and she sings this like vaudeville uh song to the tune of the cantina theme. And uh it's pretty dope. I like that. So that would be my dream. Okay, <laughs> cool. okay so Scott has a dream. Rob, you're next. So obviously a lot of the Magic Kingdom attractions lend themselves to drinks. But, so if I had to say something realistic... Live your dreams. I think perhaps Soren. Why? Because they can make it like an airport, uh, like an airline (laughs) lounge... No, like like oh sweet, like so like a TJI Fridays at O'Hare. <laughs> no, have you ever been in a have you ever been in an airline lounge? Yes. Yes, yes I have. Okay, I don't I've, think that's so a just, TGI Fridays. So just like hanging out, like more relaxed, just like yeah, quiet. Yeah. yeah, it's it would be like a lounge with like nice oversized comfy chairs and. And Patrick think, Warburton can yes, be the bartender. Absolutely. Yeah. Right. They just have him on retainer. Nice work, pal. But what, what else? <laughs> nice what other attraction would there be? Nice order, pal. Uh, imagination. You could do really crazy drinks and Nazi colors. And they haven't, they don't, Disney doesn't know that attraction still exists. I know they don't. And it's sad, but that's true. Oh, it could be the touch and taste labs. Because yes. it's always closed and you call it the taste no lab. Touch and taste lab. So and the you taste could do lab would be a bar. You're right. The taste lab. Oh my gosh, that would be so. That's brilliant. Funny. Matt. That's actually really good. I know. Nice. Props to Brianna for. Probably they did put thinking. a DVC uh, member lounge in yeah. the Imagination Pavilion. No yeah. way. They could call it the Touch <laughs> and Taste Lab because you know it's always closed. Um, yeah, I think I would like to see that because really there aren't too many other. Attraction. Let's take the Magic Kingdom out of it. Right. If you think Epcot, so essentially Test taking... Track. The... Test Track would be a terribly ironic place to have a bar. <laughs> I know. You probably water. should put a water bar. Only. Mission Space. Uh, no. no. There's Finding Nemo. It, it could be like... Mission Space could be like... Like powdered drinks and like tang, tang and stuff like that. <laughs> tang martinis. Tang teenies. Sounds gross. <laughs> Little, uh, little Nemo. I don't How know. About Ellen's little... universe of energy. And what, what kind of? I don't even know. Again, Disney doesn't know that that, that attraction is still yeah, open. That's that's not the, that ride is not. You know what? You know world. what could be a good bar location. This is just 
spitballing here, but if you had one at the end of the great movie ride, you could have I mean, some really I mean, cool. Yeah. It, it, the atmosphere could be cool. They, probably like traditional 1920s drinks or something like yeah, that. Yeah, that would be cool. The Tom atmosphere Collins would be neat. is is yeah. Shirley Temple. I think that's, yeah, I think Shirley that's how Tom. you say it. Um, you know, they have that room when you come out of the montage room and you make the left to turn back and park and get out of here. There's that room that has like there's another room that has these projections on a wall and and they show the same projections of the movies you've mm -hmm. already seen but you don't actually go in that room so it might be cool to make that room like a little dark like just like a hole in the wall which is like a straight up bar with like bar seating and not like a restaurant but truly like a, like a bar. speakeasy that would yeah. be a cool theme for that yeah that would be cool um, well there's speculation can... they're going to change those screens to utilize the um, um, magic band technology to put names of people that are on the ride. So like the E.T. ride in Universal? I don't know that because oh, I haven't been on that. Yeah. They say your name at the end of it. Um, it's pretty awesome. But they just they, like And, and they just added stuff. that to Small World what at the mean? end. What? So they have screens oh, that, that's right, that yeah. show your name. Cool. Um, and also so Rock, say, like, and, Roll, Rock and Roller Coaster has added that as well. Rock and Roller Coaster is one of the only other like more e-ticket attractions I could picture a bar, and that would be like an LA a, an like thing. lounge. The thing, the thing that Disney would have to consider mm -hmm. is, I would think, fiscally, a bar would offer more money per. They probably measure it on a per per square foot basis. Um, how much revenue that would generate mm -hmm. as opposed to a gift shop because i mean how often do you see somebody like actually, actually buying drumsticks in uh, yeah all, I mean, the, uh, all the time no i disagree kids kids are so dumb they want everything <laughs> i they're like i want okay these drumsticks. as opposed to the five of us buying a drink for Eight dollars each. Yeah, but we're sensible and adults. What's, but yeah, what's, but, but what's the profit? Out, on the... But what if we walked out of the rock and roller coaster and there happened to be a bar there and it was like three p.m. I think there's a good chance that we would three of the five of That's us would likely, probably yeah. right. buy a drink. Especially One of us would say, "I think we should go to the bar." Another person would say, "Wait a minute, I love, I love that, that idea." idea. <laughs> Make the, it a super stretch. You run, you run into the problem of do you want you know kids. Going through that sort of environment, I'm sure there's yeah, but there a hundred ways they could I change mean, it to yeah. yeah. To, I mean, think of like the way the photo passes now in the rock and roller coaster exit. The like to go to the photo pass, you kind of have to go to the left, and it's actually a separate room. Yeah. So if you made that a bar, I mean, that would be totally separate, nearly blocked off to and it, any children. And then when we say bar, too, it's. A lounge. I don't, I, a don't, lounge. I don't envision spending hours there, but no, but just have a drink, yeah. right? Yeah. And then you move on to your next fast pass or whatever right. it is. Right. It does seem like at certain times of years, the the bars and things like that down there do get fairly crowded. So it would be good to spread that out more if you were able to. That's true, and I always feel like I have my go to places. Yes. To buy like just a beer, mm -hmm. just in the parks. I mean, I know we usually go to the um, 
what's the place in Hollywood Studios that Anaheim, Anaheim produce? Yep. Like they I feel have like good beers there. I feel yeah. like every time I've been there with you guys, I usually I buy agree. a drink or two. Either if Holly and I are waiting outside for you guys to get off Tower of Terror, Rob and I are waiting on you guys getting Starbucks or something. I'm usually yep. getting a drink there with someone. So yeah. I think it's a good place. Yeah, it's it's a good spot. So all, all right, right, next next news story. So Thursday night. The Magic Kingdom offered their late night event. This past Thursday night? Yes. Okay. Uh, the 14th. So what this entailed was for those guests willing to pay $149, it entitled you to unfeathered, unfettered. Unfeathered. And no feathers not, not anywhere. Without oh. feathers and also unfettered access to all the attractions at the Magic Kingdom. For three hours for $149. So it allowed you entrance to the Magic Kingdom at 7 o'clock. And then they kicked basically everybody out. Until when? It was three hours. I don't know when the party mm. yes. So 7? No, seven. no. You could get in at 7. So maybe the regular closing so time like of the park nine? was 10. Oh, okay. So it stayed open till 1. And only those people with this special ticket were allowed access from 10 to 1. So it's $150 to be the only people in the park yes. for three hours. And so there was a lot of speculation how would this go over. They only announced it a few weeks ago. I want to say four to six weeks ago. Um, there was a lot of spec. Disney wouldn't confirm how many tickets they were going to sell. And we won't know. Correct. So, but, but we do know a, a little bit. Um, apparently they were offering DVC members staying with points. They were offering them free admission. Really? So they were emailing those guests that were already down there. Hey, do you want to come to this event for free? So that opens a whole can of worms. How many tickets do they sell? So to me, very few. Right. And secondly, they're offering free. free. If, if I had already bought tickets and now you're all of a sudden offering $150 free ticket. I would be pissed. Right, right. And I'm sure those members that found out about that, um, you know, if you complained, I'm sure Disney would have found some sort of compensation. So there's a lot of speculation on various websites as to what this means. Has Disney reached their saturation point as to special events that people are willing to pay for, especially given that amount? Why don't um, we just go around and ask, how do we feel about this? Sure. Scott, would you pay $150 Can I just give another fact of this case? Go ahead. For a full day at the Magic Kingdom, one day, only at the Magic Kingdom, no park hopping, it costs $117.15. Yeah. So I'd like to give that as the base for, and, the, for the information. And, and this included... It, it included some snacks, which Whoa, included snacks. It included Mickey ice cream bars and bottled drinks, so water, soda, that's those a, types of that's things. That's crap. It's crap. I, that's so terrible. how do you feel about it? It's crap. I mean, okay, like I get, I get the allure of wanting to go to the park when there's no lines, and you know, being able to walk on to you know what have the Space Mountain or was or, everything open? It, Select. Yeah, was I, saw, I, I saw a list. I couldn't find something that I would be interested in. How about Carousel Progress? <laughs> I, it's never open. Um, yeah, magic, it's, magic it's magic never hours. open late. But but I mean, your your e-ticket attractions, your Space Mountain, Mine Train, there's reports of people 
literally walking onto the ride. I mean, even the I, the, the special <laughs> events we've been to, it's never you been still that. Wait even at for, least a half hour. And I guess right. that's cool. And I'm not one to usually tell people how to spend their money, but don't spend your money on that. Like seriously, like don't spend the 150 dollars <laughs> because Disney will then be able to continue to do this like vote with your wallets because that's ridiculous and maybe you guys feel differently here's here's where i think it's attractive if you go to disney with your family maybe once every five years or this is a once in a lifetime you're only down there three or four days to me this might have some value for those folks that don't really know how to game the system or the fast passes and they could have that unlimited access for three hours and could right. you could do 15 attractions at least probably in in those three hours i know if peter pan you know, and my so, train are both open that could save you at least three hours off the bat maybe the Definitely. way to look at this is is just a little bit differently i think probably at 150 dollars it's overpriced but if you compare it to say like the halloween party for example which is a closed event that is $75, if I'm not mistaken, as I recall. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know, if this was a $50 charge on top of your regular park ticket that would allow you to stay beyond the end of the actual close, I would consider doing something like that. That if I was permitted to add that on to my annual pass and say, okay, Monday I'm going to stay in there three hours longer than the actual close of the park. It's only going to be me and anybody else who does that. Then I might say yes. But if I had to pay a new $150 on top of my annual pass, that doesn't seem like a good deal, especially when there are those special events that offer so much more Right. for, in this case, less, you know, that you would be able to do different times of years. I feel like it's nearly impossible to justify the cost if you have an annual pass. It really is. Agreed. And that's I, and and that's and just this property. strange perspective of I have an annual pass. I could go down there tomorrow and get in the park if I wanted to. For I'm going to use quotes here, free. Um, I mean, I paid the cost of my annual pass, but I could go in any time I wanted. I just can't imagine when 150 dollars. It would really have to be. I am only here for four days. The first day I'm landing at 2 p.m. I can get to my hotel, which is off property, I would say, because I couldn't even justify doing this. If you had extra magic hours from seven or from nine to three or 10 to three or midnight to three, you could get a lot done in those in, in those three hours. I know we have beasted those three yeah, hours Yeah, I mean, before. even just during regular extra magic hours at night, on the days where Magic Kingdom has extra magic hours late, like if you said that this was from 10 to 1, like if you're at the Magic Kingdom and it's past 11 or really any time after Wishes gets out, that place clears out, even when you're on peak, and you can do a ton and guess what? You don't have to pay $150. So for me, I don't think it's the price is justified, even if you don't have an annual pass. I just well, think it's ridiculous. And I, and I think the attendance is bearing that out. Good. There, there's speculation that Disney was willing to sell 3,000 tickets, and the speculation is they had 1,000 people there. That's 1,000 so, people too much. 
But yeah. but the other thing that you have to consider is if they sold three thousand tickets for one hundred fifty dollars a ticket, they also had to make enough money doing that to pay every single cast member that they still had to pay for an extra three hours of time. It's hard to imagine that they made a ton of money doing that. And just, just think about how much it costs to keep on all the lights and all the all the attractions. And, I mean, do they do a special version? I was thinking about this the other day. Do they do a version of Wishes those nights? If you say that the park closes I at 9. I don't think so. I don't think there's any. So no, so $150, no, you don't even get Wishes? So no fireworks the nights that you pay extra to be there. I just think that's ridiculous. Because, but like, we're at a party. I heard something the other day that like wishes is like forty thousand dollars a night. Um, Are you serious? Yeah, that's what they said. I mean, if you think about all the fireworks, they're, I mean, they're the best fireworks in the world. Forty thousand a night. That seems. No, that's that's reasonable because if you think of big city fireworks, what they pay for like Fourth of July or something like that, yeah. that's totally in line. And have, Disney I does it daily, every single night, twice, twice a yeah. night. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's insane. So, wow, that's nuts. So, I mean, Disney has about six or seven more of these going through the end of May. It'll just be interesting to see what the. My thought was this was a test. Of oh yeah, eliminating extra magic hours and seeing what the market was oh my god that would make me so mad what would right, be the part it, well because uh, well, they, right, they're but trying to monetize anything so i mean given shanghai i mean yeah shanghai. i mean the thing is they're a business and disney is going to charge you if you're willing to pay for it and exactly. they will as much as i love disney but if if there's if they do this a test and it comes across that oh Wait, what? Our cat. Oh, the bunny. Oh, a salmon. I, I was, I didn't know I was gonna distract everybody. <laughs> well, you pointed over there, and you were just pointing He's at my cat sleeping. <laughs> um, no, I'm just saying that if you know, if, if people are willing to pay for it, Disney's going to continue to do mm -hmm. things like yep. that. So what you yep. need to do is vote with your wallets. And yep. if you think something's unreasonable, don't do it, because otherwise. It's going to be a slippery slope, and they'll start, and they can nickel and dime you. And I don't think that that mm -hmm. makes Disney an evil corporation. I just think that you have to be reminded that they're a business. Yep. Although, if they stopped doing magic hours for those staying on property, that would make a very hard case for me to want to stay on property. Sure. Yeah. I mean, totally. I, I would be willing to say, screw staying on property at That's that the whole reason why I like to stay on property is because of those extra magic Really? That, see, that surprises me. I No, I mean, there's, no, there's, I mean, there's, there's, there's so many more advantages. I don't know. Maybe I, I have never stayed off property, so maybe that's... Yeah, um, but staying off property is a burden if you don't have extra magic hours and transportation. Right. I guess transportation is Transportation to me is the key for, you know, I don't have to drive myself yeah. home or get an Uber or... Sure. I mean, if, that always comes If you have a rental car and you, or, you know, if you're driving, if you're local, if you have a car and you have an annual pass because annual pass entitles you to free parking at the, uh, at the theme parks, then I could see that staying off property wouldn't be as much of a burden. But if you didn't have a car and you had to pay for parking, then, I mean, that in itself is, is a pain in the butt big time. So, Yeah. I just feel like we're jumping a little bit too far if we say, well, no extra magic hours 
staying on property is not worth it. I'm never going back. We plan too. <laughs> like all the times we've been down, I've always, we've always always planned around the extra match hours. Yeah, yeah. it'd be it that is. day. Yeah. What park we're going to and fast passes. I don't think that anyone's taking away extra magic hours. I think I that this not. is a hypothetical that's not happening. Well, so I'm not too worried about it. So we'll see. Yeah, we'll see. When Shanghai's eight hundred million dollars over budget, yeah, they have to sit, they have to get that back somewhere. Yep. Could close Shanghai, right? <laughs> well, well, the Disney parks, <laughs> the domestic Disney parks are definitely feeling the effects of that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They're delaying the opening of a major nighttime attraction because of this. Ooh, wow. Yeah. Rivers, 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 yes, rivers of light is being delayed a month because of this. Oh, okay. But what if you're going just to see rivers of light? What if you just really want to see rivers of light? Thanks, Shanghai. Yeah, right. Thanks, China. So I think that'll wrap up the news. Um, That was only three. I have more. Oh, no. (laughs) I have more. You gave us a but Wave after wave. The last one was going to be the Rogue One trailer. Oh, we got to talk about the Rogue One trailer. Let's make it quick. Initial thoughts. Did we all see it? Has everyone seen it? Holly's shaking her head. Has everyone? <laughs> yeah. I haven't def- seen all of it. I, I've seen tips. It's like a couple minutes. Holly. That is I a trailer. Heard, I looked at the TV. I wasn't paying attention. I'm sorry. Obviously. <laughs> because, because. Get out! So Holly is. That is Holly's thoughts on it. She just wasn't paying attention. It's crazy right now. So. It's crazy right now. I can't even watch all the Rogue One trailer. All right. I'll watch it. I'll watch it. All right, Rob. So for those who have seen it, all of it. Uh, it looks thoughts. great. It's a it's a Star Wars movie. I, I'm excited that there's confirmation uh, Darth Vader's going to be in it. What? Yeah, dog. Yeah. Wait, Where was Darth you Vader in the trailer? See, this no, is... there's. I said there's confirmation that Darth Vader's going to be in it. Oh, I didn't know that. Yes. Oh my god, welcome to Star Wars. Yes. Heard of it? Okay, <laughs> I didn't know yes. that, and that definitely wasn't in the trailer. I thought no, we were just it's talking not about in, the trailer. Correct. There's speculation he will be shown in the second trailer. Um, the only the only gripe I have is I felt like I got eighty percent of the plot line in that two minutes. That's my only gripe. It looks great. It looks exciting. Super excited to see it. I just feel like I know I have a basic premise of it as to what's going to happen. I felt already. like I had a basic premise of what was going to happen before I even saw the trailer because I have a familiarity with the Star Wars universe. And, you find it predictable. And therein, therein lies the only problem that I can see with Rogue One. As a Star Wars fan, I'm very excited about this. I think I'm going to love this movie. I think there's going to be a large number of people who are going to go watch this movie going, where's Finn and Ray? Yeah. You know, what? what's happening I if they're not going to grasp? I disagree. Because I feel like the people that go see these movies are super engaged. Nope, I think not all of them. It's are. for the masses. I mean, really? Star yes, Wars completely. Force Awakens was a blockbuster, and there were a lot of people who probably have never seen, certainly, the most recent three Star Wars but you know, may have not even seen all of the original three Star Wars, and I think a large it. amount of people that was their first Star Wars. I think for a lot of people, The Force Awakens. I mean, I would say like as much as like a million people. I would say, and I think that's an easy. I think that's even conservative to say Force Awakens is their first foray into Star Wars. So it's going to be really heavy on that but, but early scroll to get it right. They sell. 
A, a lot, but I'm just it's, saying. No, but, but you can't assume that every single Star Wars fan who sees it is is just like this ravenous no, Star I, Wars fan. I, like I, I think a lot that. of people are are going to do exactly what Scott says and be like, "Where's Finn and Ray? Where's Where's the stuff that I just watched?" I, I totally. Holly, agree. Holly says no, but Kathy, you're the deciding vote here. Oh golly. Will it be con- will it be confusing for fans or for, or fans or I guess I should say non fans going to be a small majority casual small fans, minority right? who aren't going to be confused? I don't even think confused. I just think like just like put off by what they're or not like know exactly what they're getting themselves into. Okay. Oh, it's so hard to answer that because everyone is on the internet nowadays and right. talking That's... crap on every single trailer that comes out every moment. Well, you know, blah, 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 and another female lead, and oh, rolling my eyes at another female lead, and you know, that's that's what it's, it's been a lot of that, and is hyper-awareness nowadays, which is yeah. scary. So you're on, that, our, you're, you're on the law side. Yeah, I think I am, because it's, it's just like... It's not I, to say that there's no people that are going to be like that. Uh, right. but, yeah, I'm sure. There's people like my parents I, I who will go to a movie and not really know what it is. 60%. Yeah, I agree. I think it's a smaller majority. Many boffins <laughs> died to bring us that trailer. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> One thing that I wanted to say about the trailer is the woman who plays uh, Mon Mothma's in it. Yes. So Mon Mothma's in the movie um, from the original, right? Not from the I mean, not from the original. From the um, that's Matt, you just proved the whole theory wrong by going. <laughs> Not from uh, 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 the original. Uh. No, the 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 original in was Return of the Jedi, and that was played by Caroline Blakeston, and, <laughs> and she looks she looks but just then, like her. Like it's uncanny how much she looks just like her. But then in Revenge of the Sith, it was going to be played by Genevieve O'Reilly, but her scene in Revenge of the Sith was cut for time. So, when they knew that they needed to cast Mon Mothma for Rogue One, they were like, oh, we'll go to Genevieve O'Reilly. So she's getting the last laugh because she's going to be in this movie. But is Jimmy Smits in this movie? Oh, Jimmy, That's the question. Oh, you're talking about Jimmy Bail Smits, Organa? Bail Organa? <laughs> Love me some Jimmy Smits. But basically, for big Star Wars fans, I mean, the, that's kind of cool that the woman who played Mon Mothma is going to be in the new one. Okay. All right. Even oh, I'm what, sorry. Can we not talk last, about Mon Mothma? One not last I love Star Wars, and even I'm bored by this discussion. Mon Mothma. <laughs> <laughs> one last speculative topic. Tom Staggs, COO Disney, was resigned. <laughs> was, was resigned. Was, was, was resigned. No, I was going to say. He is resigned. He's resigned. Was terminated, but he, he resigned of his own accord. Um speculation on he and he was the heir apparent to bob Iger to replace him for right. ceo speculation or who would you like to see as new ceo if you had to pick did he say i mean and will he ever do you think out and like just straight up say why he he stepped down no do you think we'll ever find out no 
No, he signed probably so many disc- non-disclosure documents. I wouldn't. I wouldn't be surprised to see him lead another major organization fairly soon. Like right. DreamWorks. But <laughs> yeah, he or have you know? Well, usually these transitions signify a change in some of the Disney philosophy, right? I mean, so is this a change in the fundamental philosophy going forward, or we don't know yet? There's so much speculation. The idea is that Bob Iger is supposed to be done in 2018. Um, and he's delayed that twice. Does this mean he's going to stay on even longer? He's still a relatively young man. I mean... To, How old it, is Bob Iger? Old enough to part. I'm going to go... Um, I'm going to say 61. Wow, he looks good for 61. That's you would think he's six, younger? That is if he's 61. I mean, I think he looks... If he's 61, I think he looks good. Bob Iger's 65. Oh, my gosh. But, but but as a CEO, that's still relatively... I mean, right, you're proving the fact that he could... It, he could just be on for another just four or five years, for sure. Easily. And, he, you know, he's made comments that he wants to see the Lucasfilms transition... And I think he's overseen that to a stellar degree. You know, the Marvel transition, which is a little newer. Mm-hmm. He wants to see all those things. I I don't know. The, the, the name I see bantered about is Sheryl Sandberg. I think that's awful. Who is Sheryl Sandberg? The CEO, C- the COO of Facebook, Facebook, who sits on the board of Disney oh. currently. Mm. I think that's a absolutely horrific choice. I've seen Kathleen Kennedy, the oh, God. CEO of Lucasfilms, mm. or whatever, president, whatever her title is. That makes more sense to me. I think you need somebody... woman who brought Indiana Jones to the screen? I think you need somebody that understands that Disney culture. Uh, I'd like to throw my support behind dear friend Josh, who is a cast (laughs) member at Disney as the future CEO. Cast member. (laughs) Cast member. (laughs) Right. Right? Am I doing it? Am I doing it right? Any other thoughts? Three words. Bring Eisner back. Oh, boy. <laughs> oh God. Oh, yeah, boy. we'll go from, we'll, we'll go from a, an We might get some new, new resorts at uh, Walt Disney World. Hell yeah, we will. Eisner <laughs> did great things for the park. I'm Just as much as... He did more than Iger did for the parks. <laughs> yeah, yeah, sure. Absolutely. California Adventure, Animal Kingdom, uh, uh, the whole Boardwalk Resort area, um... All of the Animal Kingdom resorts. He did. Area. I, I, I mean, at the time, he did MGM Studios. Oh, he did MGM. Yeah. He beat Universal to right. the studio tour era. He really made. I mean, Michael Eisner was kind of an a hole, but. <laughs> Tell I, us how you really feel. I think of him. His vision of Disney is the same vision of Disney that I have that I loved as a child. I mean... Yeah, that's fair. I think what Michael Eisner thinks of his Disney is what I think of my Disney. Hmm. And it's exactly the same. And Iger it's the got Swan Lucasfilm. and Dolphin. Iger yeah. got Lucasfilm yeah. and Iger got Marvel Studios, but that's but those that, aren't Disney. Those are Marvel and those are... That's Star Wars. And those, yeah. those are huge, huge business... Uh, you know, business. But if dealings. those aren't in the park today, I don't know how well the parks are doing. 
especially Star Wars. Well, I mean, that's that's coming, coming down the pike. Right. I, I mean, feel like you've seen a major is... expansion at both uh, both coasts. Just as someone who loves all of this, I do feel like <laughs> yeah. you need to keep some delineation between the two. So you need to keep Walt Disney original stuff in the Magic Kingdom. You need to keep <laughs> Star Wars stuff in Hollywood Studios. So how do you feel about Disneyland? Right. I mean, there's Star Wars land I've, in yeah. Disneyland. That would bother me a lot. I think it bothers me too because they're messing with uh, Walt's Walt. train trestle and yep. and tearing that down and tearing down the rivers of America and Fantasmic's not going to be going on while they're building Star Wars land and that really that really hurts me. I mean, that's that's the basis of Disneyland. Looking mm -hmm. over the rivers of America and that area is Disneyland, second only to looking through the castle and seeing the carousel. Um, yeah. So I really have a major problem with them tearing that part of the park down. Now that's not my park. That's though. history. Yeah, yeah it, it is history, but it's that's not my park. Thankfully, I my park's in Florida, but still. But I would have a problem. Yeah, I, agree. Yeah, I would have a problem if they did something like change Space Mountain to something Star Wars themed. And I love Star Wars, but it doesn't belong there. Well, they have that. Also, like Hyperspace Mountain? <laughs> like yeah. Hyperspace Mountain, which exists in Disneyland, that they make it a Star Wars ride. Yeah, that's a problem. That's a problem. They yeah. need to stop that now. Unfortunately, the thing with <laughs> Disneyland is... going to keep on saying, well, I'd have a problem if... Next thing they're going to... I'd have a problem if they took the Haunted Mansion and made it to something like, I don't know, Nightmare Before Christmas. It sounds like I would just hate Disneyland at this point. But it's unfortunate because Disneyland has the um, disadvantage of less space. Yes. So I think when they sure. built Disneyland, like they thought, like let's we have to do Star Tours here because Star Tours is such a great idea. Right. Where are we gonna put that? We're gonna put it in Tomorrowland, where 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 would that be? Monsters Inc. Laugh Floor is in Florida. Right. Right. Um. So you know it has to go in there, but yeah. It, you know, they they can't miss out on those attractions, but they have to, um, you know, make it make totally. it happen. So it's it's unfortunate. I'm I'm just glad I'm not a uh, local of Disneyland. Yeah, because I think that would really drive me insane. And I I I hold pride for the Disneyland park, mm -hmm. but Disney World is my home. So what you gonna do? What you gonna do? All right, so we're gonna wrap up the news now. Put a little bow on Tom Staggs and wish him well. Literally, take a bow, tie it on his I, little, cute little head. I, I think I think he's fine. I think he'll. Uh, you think he'll, you think Tommy will be fine? He'll manage. He'll be okay. Yeah. I've also heard they're saying sure. that John Lasseter might take over. Oh, no. Oh, hold on. Let me barf under the table real quick. <laughs> let, me, let, let me get my knife out so Please. I can I know. Out. Seriously. Let me get my plane oh, out so I, can, so I can ride planes. Like, freaking return <laughs> to Jafar. Suck it, John Lasseter. I, would, he could, he could I have be, no comment with him. He... Yeah, but you need somebody that knows some... I like something business. I like so. John Lasseter. His fancy shirts. <laughs> Okay. You guys know how to sell shirts for $100. Okay, enough. Uh, this isn't <laughs> how many this shirts do you think he sold for $100? $100 shirt. At D23? Thousands. You think? Yeah. He sold thousands? Yeah. A thousand, two thousand, I mean. Okay. 
Fair enough. I don't know. I never did that research. I didn't run the numbers. I didn't run the numbers. Okay. So what we're going to do is last call. Matt, you want to take over? Sure. Um, this is going to be our our uh, last segment of the podcast, last call. And it's just basically um, anything else that you guys might want to add real quick. Anything that we didn't discuss that we can kind of um, speak about quickly and not like harp on it. So, um, so Scott, oh, go this way. Scott is going, go the other way, go the other way. And I'm like, so Scott, can we start with you? Scott? I'll start, I'll start it off. Um, so on the next episode, Matt and I are going on an awesome trip in the next week. We are going to be going to a Disney resort we have, which to which we have never been before. The Alani Resort in Oahu, Hawaii. I'm psyched. Hawaii. Hawaii. I'm so excited I can't speak. Um, so we will be happy to be reporting about that on the next podcast. Yeah. And so follow us on all of our social oh, media. Yeah, that's important. Why <laughs> yeah, don't we talk that's about super that? Important. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, we are up. Oh, yeah, we are on. Um, you can find us at WDW Happy Hour on. Um, we are WDW Happy Hour on Instagram on Snapchat, on uh, Twitter, and uh, is our Facebook, Facebook page up and running? Yep. It, it, we have the Facebook page. We have to actually do something with it, but it's kind of bare bones right now. But um, follow us on on social media. We will all be, um, we'll be updating, um, we'll be posting cool pictures and uh, articles California that we like. in one. Yeah, so Kath and I will be posting pictures from Olani, so um, feel free to uh, follow us on there. And if there's anything you want us to talk about, oh, yeah, or yeah, you yeah. have questions, or you're planning a trip, or strategies, we're all pretty much experts in making the most of your time. Well, yeah, Disney parks. So. Just hit us up on, on anything, yeah. and if you want to be if you want to be a part of the show, um, you can hit us up on social media. Um, you can ask a question or recommend something that um, that we want to talk about that you want us to talk about. Do you, does she have the hiccups? Is that what we're laughing? <laughs> yeah, Catherine has the hiccups. So. Okay. Oh my gosh! Say we're also gonna. We're be also you can yeah you can um and also you can email us at uh, wdwhappyhour at gmail.com so yeah just hit us up um if you want us to talk about something specific or you have a question um we're open books and we'd love to have you guys as you know part of the show so hopefully you guys like this and hopefully we can make it more of like an interactive experience moving forward um anyone else last yeah, call my, my last call is uh Coming week, I'm planning to watch the Jungle Book movie coming out, or I guess it's already out now. It's out yeah. as of yesterday. yesterday. Yeah. Nice. And I still have not seen Zootopia. So that I thought is you were going to my... say the original, and I was going to be like... No, no, no. No, I've seen the original of that. <laughs> but I uh, plan on seeing Zootopia sometime this week, too. Well, so that'll be, that'll be my thing taking nice. forward till next week. Cool. I'm, I'm um, eager to know what you think of Jungle Book. I... I'm eager to know what you think of both. Yeah, because I think you'll really. Both like of them are coming back with great reviews, so I'm optimistic. Cool. I, I'll be my expectations will be high. Nice. Anyone else? Last call. Okay. I got. I got nothing. I, we did. I we did. Nothing. We we did see Zootopia. So. Well, hold off. And on that's all I have to say about that. We saw it. Wait till I see it. Spoilers. Um, yeah. No. Right, it, we'll talk. Um, <laughs> very, it, it was a very entertaining movie. It was. Cool. Enjoyable. Cool. And I want to see Jungle. 
Yeah, that was a good one. Although animals in movies usually make me cry, so. Just hopefully in general? No just the appearance of animals? Uh, no, uh, hopefully none of them die. Have, Have you seen, seen the, the original Jungle Book? Jungle Book? No. No, he hasn't. Do them, do they you're on a Disney broadcast. You've you never seen the jungle. You're ready to start yelling at me and <laughs> your husband. Stop. Do they die? No. no. Dude, okay. don't ask me questions about the jungle. Go watch fine. the jungle book. Who are you? The only I, one you have to worry about is the list. fox and the hound. Yeah, that one. Oh, that's a jerk. That's our true tear jerk. I'm a hound dog. I don't even want to watch it as a Oh, yeah. Bambi's pretty bad. And Dumbo's sad with the Dumbo's mom. Dumbo's sad, too. And the, so, yeah. They could, they could kill a million adult or humans. I don't care. Dumbie kill one ass from that. I'm, yeah. a, I'm a sobbing mess. That mess. That's okay. That so, shows you have a heart. Does it? I hope so. Yeah, it does. All right. So I think this is our... I think this does is Does anybody it. have anything else they need to say? All right. No. Last call. All right. Okay, bye.